Welcome to Solutions, when men come out of the shadows to testify, giving tips in manhood, honor the codes of integrity, and give out real solutions for soul survival. Today, we have on the show a modern day activist, a community leader, a role model, an uplifter who encourages living your life in abundance, an HBCU alumni of South Carolina State University, the creator of the Tuck Project, meaning together uplifting community and kids. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Terrence Tuck Tucker. Stand <laughs> <Man>, up. <laughs> what's good? What's good, my guy? Hey, what's going on? How you feeling, man? Man, I'm, listen, man, I'm highly blessed, man. I'm highly favored, man. I woke up feeling good. You know what I'm saying? Went to sleep feeling good. So that's a blessing, man. I'm here with you. You know what I'm saying? Bulldog Nation, stand up. You already know what it is, man. Whenever, whenever we get to, you know, link up like this, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's a blessing, man. You know I mean, and we're talking about manhood at that. So that's my expertise hey, listen, you're, right there. You're already bro. dropping gems already. Go to bed happy and wake up happy is a, is a big Wake up happy, gem. man. That's the, listen, man. That's that's the key to life right there. It's key to life. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Thanks Are again for having me, though. Oh, no, man. I, I appreciate you coming on and spending some time with us today. Are you ready to drop these gems? Come on, man. Come on, man. You know, that's what I do. <laughs> I mean, that's what I do for a living, man. Yes, Here we uh, go. What person did you meet or see that gave you the drive towards the man you are today? Who? My dad. You? Wait, hold on. Who? Oh, I'm about to say what? it, boy. You, hey, yeah, listen, hey, we, hey, we get to it. Look, like, I want to know who or what defined you. You said your dad. Let it roll. My dad, you. man. My my dad was like my, my dad was my role model, man. My hero. Uh, um, my protector. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, man, shoot, man, my man, man, my OG. You know what I'm saying? Like my guy was that dude for me. You know what I'm saying? And he, you know, when like you know, my dad was one of those dudes where he just believed in manhood. You know what I mean? And he, you know, and he, he taught us so much, man, while he was here. Um, that my saying is that, man, listen, man, if we can be half of the guy that you know, my dad was, then we'll be successful. Just half of it, because because you, you can't feel that space. You know what I mean? I got, but my my dad was like, like, you know, water to a thirsty man. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, like that guy was needed. You know what I mean? And just the fact that he was just here, you know what I'm saying, breathing, made me a better man. Well, well, let's give some kudos to OG Mr. Tucker right now. Yes, sir. Yes, and, sir. And uh, may he rest in peace. But Thanks. I need, I, I need, that. I need to know what kind of gems Mr. Tucker was putting on you. Give us one or two stories where he taught you a lesson about manhood. Some gems. Man, just you know what, man. First of all, my dad was a reverend. You know what I'm saying? My dad was a pastor for almost thirty-five years. Man, had his own church and all, and um. You know, prayer was, you know, major in my life, man. And when I was like 15 years old, man, you know, you know, he had me putting God before whatever I did, man. Basketball, you know what I'm saying? Sports, you know what I'm saying? School, whatever I did, you know what I mean? You put God before that. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, he instilled that. Like we had some issues because we came from a place that was what um, some people call hood. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, how I, I was kind of rebellious a little bit, right? So I got into a lot of issues when I was young, a lot of a lot of fights, man. Went to went to jail like five times before I was 15. You know what I mean? I, you know, did 45 days in um, you know, juvenile detention center, you know what I mean? So I had a lot, a lot of issues growing up. Um, but I but it was just we could. With me running, with me running with the wrong crowd, you know what I mean. And you know, finally, man, we got to we got to a point because my dad, you know, when he was much younger, was not a talkative man. You know what I'm saying? But as I got older, you know, we start having these conversations, and some of the things that my dad would actually tell me was stuff was stuff that I just needed to actually hear, like. You know why I shouldn't be hanging with these dudes, right? 
you know, where my time should be focusing on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, why my grades, you know what I'm saying? Why they're so important, right? You know what I'm saying? Why should I treat people with nothing but respect, right? You know what I'm saying? Why your character matters, right? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's always somebody watching you. You know what I'm saying? So your character is pretty much like your credit. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know I mean, because, you know, like, you know, when you're a young person, you don't have money, right? So your character is pretty much, right, that's going to get you in the door right there. You know what I mean? So just him being there, man, day to day, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Schooling me. Not only schooling me, man, but shoot, man, giving me that hard nose, man, discipline that I, you know what I mean, that I needed. You know what I'm saying? Talk to and, me about talk to me about how important it is to interview or to to get information from your elders, your guardians, or your parents. Talk to me how serious that is. Like just to, to gather their it, story to assess yours. Uh, bro, it's like reading a map. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know where you're going if you don't know where, where you have been. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's my granddad's and my uncles. You know what I'm saying? And like my dad, like they were like my blueprint. You know what I'm saying? They they were like my roadmap, right? Because, but see, their thing was, now son, here's, listen son, we're gonna give you this, but we need for you to go farther, right? Meaning, right, none of, none of my, right, my dad, my granddad, nobody went to college. Not one of them. You see what I'm saying? Hell, my granddad didn't have any, none of my granddads had high school diplomas. Okay. But I was the first one to go to college, man. You know, and that, like that, bro, you don't understand why this right here means so much to me. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, but I got that tool, you know what I'm saying? That knowledge, that willpower. Dog, from listening to the old heads, man. Sit around the corner, man. Sit around and just, just talk. You know what I mean? Like, listen, man. A lot of young dudes right now don't want to talk to the old heads, right? Because they feel like, oh, man, they old. They washed up, dog. That's who you need to talk to, because that's where you get your knowledge from. That's where you truly get your game from. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can sit down. You know what I'm saying? With the old man right now, man. Talk for hours. But listen to me. Don't do no talking. Just listen. You know what? You know what's so interesting about that statement is that people don't realize that they're still here. They're witnesses to everything. And they actually yeah. survive everything you're going through. So yeah. when you call someone old, you're really giving them a compliment because nobody wants to leave early. Nah, bro. But this think about this, though, dog. They lived during a time that was, that was not beneficiary to them being Black. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, like, my grandma had a cross burnt in her yard. You see what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, my dad fought the KKK. You see what I'm saying? Like, they had to go to the to the dog on back door. You know what I mean? Just to get a hamburger, bro. We can walk in the front door. Me and you can actually walk in the front door. You know what I'm saying? We, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? We can pay for like, you know what I'm saying? Food to come to your house now. Right, they had to go to the back door where the dogs were. You know what I mean, just to get served. Why wouldn't I listen to that? You know what I'm saying? Because that's where I come from. You see what I'm saying? That's where my blood comes from. But that's gonna make me appreciate where I'm at currently. You see right. what I'm saying? That's why I work so hard to go further. But that's why I work so hard so my young men know. You know what I'm saying? That bruh. Men put in work for you guys to actually be here right now to have this luxury that you have right now. The phones and all this joys and all that stuff like that. Listen, man, that came from slavery. You know what I mean? Guys busting their ass, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Just to make a way for you to have a better life. You Absolutely. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you have a vision board? I don't have a vision board, but it's in my head. You know what well, I mean? Well, talk to us about what goals. Let's do it like this. Give yeah. us two goals. One apex goal that you achieved and one that you're currently chasing. Uh, well, man, one, one that I achieved was getting my college degree. 
Um, because you know, um, you know, thanks to uh, the illustrious man, South Carolina State University, um, for that. Uh, because man, nobody believed that I was gonna get a college degree. Because where I'm from, nobody went to college like that. You see what I'm saying? They all went and work for, you know, plants and stuff like that. <laughs> you know, they, you know, they sold drugs and whatever. You know what I mean? You know, you know how it is. Um, so when I got that, man, that, that was the first time that it, that was the first time, 2005, June 2005 was the first time that I saw my dad cry ever in life. Ever. My dad was like 6'6, 280. You know what I mean? A big, a big country guy. You know what I mean? But he said that he that the guy, man, my dad said that he always wanted a son that graduated from college. You see what I'm saying? So that was my first one. Where I'm going, first of all, you know, yo, you might laugh at this right here. You know what I'm saying? But, I doubt it. But you know, you know I mean, some people laugh at it and kick it, kick it high, high, high with it. You know what I mean? But I really think that I want to start my own, uh, my um, uh, uh, my own historical black college. What's so funny about that? Yeah. Well, you know how some people live. Like, ah, oh, man, you wild. You don't have the resources for that. You don't have the money for that. Yeah. But listen, man, God, listen, man, God is good, man. God, God gives miracles. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And I just feel like, why does all of those schools have to start in the 1800s? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, why they can't start in 2021? I mean, 2022, 2023, you know what I'm saying? Like, we need more historical black colleges. You know what I mean? So that's my goal, man. That's what I want. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm aiming for. That's what I'm striving for. Um, and I, I want to say, know. I want to say, whoever you profess that goal to, I think you're standing yeah. in the wrong circle. No, no, no. It's not nobody within my circle. Oh, but no, I'm just wherever yeah, never, you're, at that yeah, moment, whoever you're talking circle. to, like anybody that's nah. negative, you just got to move away yeah. from. Nah, 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 but yeah, but I, but I move, but I, but, but you know what, big dog, but I, but I currently like, you know, I fuel off that though. Mm, yeah, yeah, you know what I, mean? I get it. See, I, get I, it. I like that because now I know where you at. You right. see what I'm saying? So I like when they expose themselves, you know what I mean, to me. You know what I mean? Because we all have friends who may say, oh, man, you got it, right? Then get behind your back and say, man, I, man yo, he funny. Yo, he chill. Right? <laughs> we all <laughs> so got I him. I want you to tell me how you feel about what I say to you. You know what I mean? And that'll help me navigate, you know what I'm saying? You but know, whatever kind of relationship we I, have. I want to say this. There's nothing wrong with a friend who tells you, I don't think you can do it. But then they, right. turn, around, but then they turn around your back and bring you action to help you do it. Yeah, like, I don't think you're gonna yeah. do this, but did you know that this this people right here are giving out loans for this? Facts, facts. That's facts. the type of people you need. You, they could be, you know, against it, but if they they can also help you too. Of course, which which you know that's that's one of the things, man. Um, that I love about, you know, my circle, man, is get, you know, that we all support each other. You know what I mean? And we all work for each other. You know what I mean? And we all help each other, and we all pray for each other. You know what I'm saying? Because we have to make sure that because the Dog, listen, you saw the capital. We all we got right now. We all we we all we got. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we gotta stick together with this plan. How early, how early did you start goal setting? Because you seem like you have some really huge dreams. Man, um, I honestly didn't really set goals, man, until I got to South Carolina State. You know, because I didn't know to have goals. Like right. when I was when I was like when I was in high school. My goals were all about sports, you know what I mean? And my goals were were uh, very minute because my mindset was was uh, very small. My vision was low. You see what I'm saying? So when so when your vision is low, your your mindset like like you don't really have a mindset because like my 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 thought of like you know what I'm saying being successful was like you know having a, a dog on a Caprice Classic, you know with with uh, 24s on it. Like, well, well, there's, that was there's, like there's nothing wrong with that because where you were in right. your society and where you lived that, that right. was success. Right, 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 right. right. So, I, got a question, I got a question for you. Go ahead. If you can tell your younger self something within that time frame of high school, what things would you want him to focus on? Um, my, In addition to what you were already doing. My grades, bro. My grades. Like, 
my grades were the reason why I didn't get a college scholarship. You know what I'm saying? My grades were the reason why I didn't go to Florida and Tennessee to play football. You know what I'm saying? My grades were the reason why I was a janitor for three years, right? Like my grades were the reason why my guys constantly told, you know what I'm saying, my mother that I was not college material. You see what I'm saying? My grades were the reasons why I wanted to drop out. Like my grades were the reason why the college coaches came to my house, right? And then they left, right? And never came back. You see what I'm saying? But but nobody told me that I needed grades. Because my environment, nobody was actually going to college. You see what I'm saying? And and the narrative back then, if you played good, they'll take care of your grades for you. You're which good. is a lie right. in many cases. Which is the biggest lie of all time. <laughs> I promise you, brother. Yeah. The biggest lie of all times, man. On, on your road to achieving your goal of graduating South Carolina State, what did you sacrifice? Uh, friends. Friends, man. Now I really had to uh, change my environment. You know, when I when, uh, when I came to South Carolina State, you know, I had some friends um, that was in the streets, um, you know, where I was formerly, and they kind of looked at me sideways for trying, you know, to uh, let's say better myself. You know what I mean? And talk, talk to me. How did kinda, you how did you deal with that? Because we we all like, come from certain places. Bro, it was depressing. Like because. That's all you have from the doggone sandbox. To, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To now, and now you in a place where, you know what I mean? You don't know anybody, you know what I'm saying? And when you go home to try to talk to your friends about college, they talking about drugs and clubs. You know what I'm saying? You talking about, hey, man, man, my science class killing me, yo. I don't know what's going on, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so the conversation, but that, but that created distance between us. You know what I mean? So, you know, those phone calls stopped coming. You know what I'm saying? You know, we're not hanging out no more. So now you have to kind of develop, you know what I mean, new friends, which was the best thing God ever gave me because, because God put, like, man, literally, man, put me around guys who, you know what I'm saying, wanted to actually be in college, right? Uh, let's say that kind of cared about me being in college um, because my mom used to say all the time, man, you are who you hang around. You know what I'm saying? So I started hanging around winners in college and it started rubbing off on me. You know what I mean? And guys, listen, man, guys start holding me accountable for like, listen, man, you going to class today? Nah, man, you tripping. Boy, you better go to class. Like, damn, you going to class? Yeah, I'm going to class. Okay, well, let's go. Right? You know what I mean? And like, you start holding your homeboys accountable. Like, like I mean, that wouldn't happen back home if I would have stayed home. I think, I think for me, for me, and I want to hear what you have to say. South yeah. Carolina State gave me a diploma. It gave me opportunity. It took me out of survival mode, but it gave me a community around the right. world. Everywhere I've traveled, I can find someone that went to school with me living in that area. And it's amazing. Right. That's oh, what... Man. A HBCU gave me, it gave me connections to other black people, black and brown people who looked, who came from my background, who had to separate where they're from. Please tell me how you feel about that. What else did South Carolina State give you besides a diploma? Bro, it gave me life. You understand that? Understand. Bro, it gave me life, bro. Like I didn't have anything prior to college. You know what I mean? Bro, I was a janitor. You know what I'm saying? Mopping floors, man, cleaning bathrooms. You know what I'm saying? For for a dog on two different high schools, bro. You know what I'm saying? Prior to me coming to state. You know what I mean? When I graduated high school, right? Bro, I sat out of school for almost four years. You see what I'm saying? And my aunt, you know what I'm saying? My aunt, man, doctor, doctor dog on man, Judas Sally, man, got me in school. You see what I'm saying? And from there, bro, man, it just changed my life because it broadened my horizon for one. You know what I mean? It put me around people that I would have never thought I would have met, man. People, you know what I'm saying? Much like you said, bro, people from Miami, you know what I'm saying? California, DC, Maryland, wherever. You know what I mean? Now you have friends wherever you go. You know, bro, I wouldn't have never imagined that. You know what I'm saying? My first job when I left, when I uh, when I left South Carolina State, you know what I'm saying, with a master's degree, you know what I'm saying? My first job was, shoot, man, working at, man, working. Um, working at um, the uh, federal government, man, for a dog in Washington, D.C., bro. 
Washington, D.C., two buildings down from the Capitol, two buildings down from the Capitol, making more than my mother and father combined. You know what I mean? So when you ask me, what did it give me? Man, bro, it, man, you see this right here? It gave me everything. You know what I'm saying? It's like, like, that's the reason why I started my nonprofit because so many young men come from situations like me, I mean, that were told that they are not college material. You see what I'm saying? So I, so I put in, man, since 2016, when I put, man, 10 young men in college, 10. Mm -hmm. I mean, 10, myself, 10 young mm -hmm. men in college. You know what I mean? You know, that didn't have fathers. You know what I mean? So, man, you, listen, man, you, man, South Carolina State really has paved the way. I mean, not only for me, but you and our friends and our family, because, you know, they are family. You know what I mean? But our, you know, but, you know, but our family, you know what I mean? We have to keep building, you know what I'm saying? We have to keep building, you know what I mean? That legacy for everybody else that's coming through. I repeat this a lot. And 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 because it really is profound. Dr. Miles Monroe said, when one person is murdered or dies, like a forest burns down. Could you imagine right. if your dad didn't put you on the right track? Those 10 men most likely would have not gone to college. We have not, bro. We have not. Matt, matter of fact, bro, like <laughs> what's crazy is when I got to college, you know, I wanted to actually quit. You know what I mean? You know, but I had a, listen, my homeboy, one of my, my homeboy, man, uh, you might know him, man, Big Cuz, well, you know, we we all call him uh, Big Cuz. Um, but, man, that guy had a sit-down conversation with me, like, man, you go home, man, you're going to be a janitor. I mean, you know what I mean? You graduate college, man, you can change your family history. You know what I mean? Pick and, pick and choose. You know what I mean? And from that, like, listen, man, none of my homeboys had a hair. We have never had a conversation like that. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Where where my guy was like, bro, you can do this, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that with me going through that process, right, caused some anxiety because sometimes, you know what I mean? You, bro, you know what I'm saying? You don't think that you're good enough. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't that I wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? I, I, you know, I really just was not doing enough. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So I came back home. I mean, I told my mom, listen, you know what I'm saying? Um, my legits, the same thing. Like, bro, you can go to college, bro. Like, you can go to college. Here's how you do it, okay? Listen, don't listen to your guidance counselor, okay? <laughs> you can go to college, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you, you can go to college. Here's how you do it. I mean, I took off, man, a week of work one day, one week, right? One full week of work, man, went to all the schools around South Carolina, man, with uh, with uh, five different uh, five different young men. They all got in college. They all got in college. You see what I'm saying? Now that now, when that young man sends you his right college diploma, like like you know what I'm saying, saying, listen, man, this would not have been possible without you. That's why. You see what I'm saying? Like, you, this you, is why. You, you out here creating, creating new forests, a new forest of people, new, transit, new, new branches, new seeds, new flowers are going to be grown because of you, and we salute you for that. Let's dive Appreciate a little that. deep. Let's dive a little Appreciate deep. That. Yes, sir. Talk to me about one of your lowest moments. And what I mean is when you got so low where you didn't recognize yourself, feeling like you don't know yourself, but don't just talk to me about it. We want to know how you got up. This is for the people that need the gym to understand yeah. what tools did you use to get yourself out of that place? Man, um, you know, I think that one of my lowest moments was, was maybe most recently, though, you know, when my mother and father died two, two, uh, two, uh, two weeks behind each other. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, that... <laughs> That right there, man. When you're looking at two fresh coffins, man, you mm. know, um, for the people that 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 uh that have given you life, given you their whole soul and being, bro. Uh, that's right, like that right there, bro. Like that's not even a word for like you can't even say it's depressing because it's something deeper than that. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, because you now you having suicidal thoughts. You know, now you drinking and smoking and doing everything because you're trying to cope. You know what I mean? And that's why I say your circle is huge, man, because I constantly have people calling and checking up on me. But you also got to hold them accountable. You know what I mean? Because you got to look in the mirror and say, bro, bro, you better than this, man. Get up. Get up out this funk, man, and get up. Get up right now because my dad never, my dad never wanted to actually see me cry. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When I got hurt, you know what I'm saying? My dad said, boy, dust yourself off, right? And move on. So that's what I had to do, man. Dust myself off and move on. But I had to make sure that I talk to people, which some people don't do. You know what I mean? Right. That's a lot of, you know what I'm saying? Listen, man, listen, man. You need help out here, men, go get help. All right. Go talk to somebody because listen, man, you can't do it. Man, you can't do this by yourself. You gotta seek help whenever you, you know what I'm saying, whenever you can get help. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree with that. A lot of people don't talk about going to see somebody to talk to and just someone to talk to and make sure you go to the people who are optimistic. We yeah. know who are people. We know who are optimistic. Very we know much the people so. who are not. Very much so. You go, you go to those people and at that moment, you are allowed to use those people for that energy that you need. And you also have to make sure that, you know what I'm saying, you remove man, negative people from your life. I mean, Absolutely. toxic people from your life. You know what I'm saying? You gotta remove those people. You know what I mean? You gotta do things like, like you gotta do things that make you happy. You know what I'm saying? Because mm -hmm. man, life is short, brother. Like my mom died of COVID. My mom wasn't even sick, bro. My mom died of COVID. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So, man, life is short, man. We all on borrowed time out here. So you mm -hmm. gotta make sure that you take care of your family. You know what I mean? But you know, you got to make sure that you take care of yourself. But more importantly, man, you know what I'm saying? Ask God, listen, man, God, listen, man, listen, man, leave me where you want me to be. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm telling you now, bro, man, there's nothing, there's nothing that hurts more than death, but there's nothing that makes you feel better than knowing that your parents were, let's say, proud of you when they died. Mm. You know what I'm saying? My mama dad would always say, son, I'm proud of you. Man, you make the family proud. Man, I'm proud of you. You know what I mean? But the best three words that they would say was that I love you. And my dad would never say that. My dad did not tell me that maybe until I was 35, bro. You know what I'm saying? So I always tell all my young men, you know what I'm saying, my homeboys, my family, you know what I'm saying? Bro, I love you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because I mean it. You know what I mean? And that's what we got to do. Well, let's dive into the community activist part of you. I know we talked yes, about sir. you putting kids through college, but I, I want to talk to you about, should there be a basic training program, sort of like military S, where mandatory skills and attributes are taught to our young kids, like financial literacy, communication, how to change a tire, how to change a tie, gardening, real estate, sitting down with elderly. Like, do you think there's something that we can implement in our communities outside of the church, outside of education, outside of the Boys and Girls Club, like outside of parenting? Like we as a community take these things on and are serious about them. If there's no, if there's no, no, um, no uh, mischievous motives behind it, you know what I'm saying? Like so many young people, like, you know, so many people start nonprofits to build their name, not their community. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like so many people start things and they want to take pictures of it and show, hey, here's what I'm doing. But then whenever somebody really needs you, say, nah, I can't, you know what I mean? Like you have to have people, you yeah. gotta have people who, who really have the heart for this. Like, man, they, man, people don't even know that I give to the homeless, you know what I'm saying, once a week. You know what I'm saying? You probably see it maybe once, once what, man, once uh, what, shoot, man, once a, what, a couple months. But we meet downtown Augusta. You know what I'm saying? We meet downtown Columbia once a week, bro. Like, man, we give clothes, shoes, man, socks, whatever. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying, man? We dog, you know, some mask, whatever. We give it. You know what I'm saying? And we ain't bragging about it. You know what I'm saying? Now, 
there's nothing wrong with, you know what I'm saying, letting people know. But as far as when you get inside that whole community, you really got to be there because you want to be there. Yes, these little kids need to know what service is. Mm. They need to know what service is because, because a lot of those kids benefit from, right, man, from service. You know what I'm saying? A lot of those kids benefit from service. Man, so many of my young, listen, my nonprofit has, uh, right now, we, we're at 195 young men. Right now, man, uh, you can say, uh, uh, you can say, man, 60%, right? You can say are below the, uh, uh, below the uh, poverty line. What, what, what they consider homeless. You know what I'm saying? You know, basically, you know what I'm saying? Living from doggone pillar to doggone post. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But we make sure that they have their necessities. We do, not the schools. You know what I'm saying? I mean, not the councilmen, not the districts. We do. You see what I'm saying? We make sure they have a Christmas. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you gotta have guys who really want it. I mean, guys, you know what I'm saying? Women as well. You, you like, you gotta have nonprofits that really wanna see change. You know what I mean? And not trying to make a name. You know what I'm saying? Because I wanna, I wanna, I wanna dive a little deep about that situation. There yes, are sir. moments. There are moments where we all help children. Well, you and I have helped children. Facts. And they always don't make it to the other side. Either they get murdered, right. they yeah. go to jail, or something happens. Yeah. This is for me. I want I want you to I want you to counsel me. I've I've yeah. lost a, a, a child recently through gun violence. I'm sorry to hear that. that was mentoring. Yeah, I'm sorry to right hear there that. in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Man. And I'm trying to think to myself, could I have done more? How do you how do you move on from that? How do when you so when out you, of, yeah? So out of the uh the uh, 10 years that I've that I've been mentoring, I've lost lost 20. Hmm. Yeah, I've been to uh, 20 funerals, 20 of them, man. Um, young men that I that um that I um that I mentored, you know, I beat myself up about maybe yeah. like you know from you know you know maybe about nine of them, you know what I mean? I I, I say, man, I, I should have did this, mm. you know what I mean? I, I should have did that, you know what I'm saying? Um, but at the end, man, I you know I you know I kind of hate to get biblical, but it's God's will. Mm. You know what I'm saying? God's gonna take, you know what I'm saying, whoever, whenever. You know what I'm saying? No matter what we try to do, you know what I'm saying? You can just try to do your part while he, he's living. You know what I'm saying? Um, but ultimately God has the last word. You know what I mean? And some young men, you just can't listen. Man, some of them boys, bro, you just can't save them. Like, they don't wanna be saved. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want the help because that pain, whatever they're going through, is deeper than your help. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't, you know what I mean? Like, you don't have the doggone medicine that they need to, to you know what I mean, to be cured. You know what I mean? So sometimes it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, listen, man, we we try to help so many young men that, shoot, shoot man, truth be told, man, some young men just fall through the cracks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But, hey, you know what I mean? But that's why I encourage so many men to become mentors. Man, start your own mentoring nonprofit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you see the Tuck Project, but listen, man. Listen, man, we can't say everybody. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You feel me? Listen, yeah. you start, listen, man, you start one, and you start one, and you start one. We all start one. That way, you know what I'm saying? Man, we can wind the dog on neck. You feel me? So, but when you're looking at it like, ah, uh, well, well, you know, I'm a star this, I'm a star that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get it, you know what I'm saying? And now they rub their hands together because they want to get this money. Then you win it for the wrong reason. You win it for the wrong reason. Talk to me, let's, let's, let's talk about fatherhood and mentorship. But I want to talk about what we was kind of talking about. Talk to me about when you love your kids, but you just don't like them right now. Talk to me oh, about man, the patience I you got to have. I, I beef with him all the time. You know what I'm saying? My my dog on vodka bottle. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
You know, I come home and get a shot every now and then. I said, man, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, sometimes them boys see you there. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you could because, because listen, sometimes you gotta you have to, you know what I'm saying, remember that you didn't birth these young men. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you carrying it like that. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's sometimes with me, you know, I, I you gotta remind yourself that 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 your mental health is key. Your mental health is key. You know what I'm saying? So I've tried to actually help those who really want the help. How do I approach a man I have problems with establishing the volume? A man or a young man? Both. Let, you can get both. That'd be great. Well, with, with me, when I have an issue with a man, you know, I still, you know, my dad, my granddad taught me to go to that man, talk to that man. You know what I mean? Not texting, not calling. You know I mean, like, let's meet up face to face and have a conversation about this. You know what I mean? And then whatever route it go, to, you know what I mean? Whatever route it go, that's where it go. Right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's where it go. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But I'm ready for both of them. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but I, you know, but I was raised by James Tucker to, 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 to you know what I'm saying? Men talk it out. You know what I'm saying? And then men box it out if we got to box it out. You know what I'm saying? But we ain't, we ain't killing each other over this though. You feel me? Young men, my experience, you gotta meet them on their level. You know I mean? Sometimes you gotta go down where they at. You know what I mean? And then bring them up. You know what I mean? Because see, sometimes we always go to young men and we, you know I mean? we talking down on them like, hey, here's what you're gonna do. Here's what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? And you don't know what that young man going through. Because, because why? Because you're not thinking like a 16, 15 year old no more. You thinking like you think like a dog on a 30 year old or 40 year old right now. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes what, what I do, what has been beneficial for me is to, you know what I'm saying? Literally, man, you know what I'm saying? Get down to their level. You know what I mean? See things from their perspective. And then, right? And then explain to them, you know what I'm saying? Why I feel how I feel. You know what I mean? And then we try to find a happy medium. You know what I'm saying? But, now also give them options. Okay, now all right, now you said now now you saying that you know saying that uh you you know you're not trying to go to college. All right, cool. Trying to go to the military. Now you trying to go to the military. Okay. So uh um, you trying to start your own business? No. Okay. So you're only gonna make about ten dollars an hour the rest of your life. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, like you gotta get these dudes, listen, man, you gotta let them know what they're in for. You know what I mean? So when they hit them, they can't say, hey, nobody told me about this. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody told me that that the military was going to drug test. Nobody told me that. Yes, I did. My brother told me a story. My brother told me a story about a, a, a gentleman we grew up with. He, he pulled him to the side. He tried to talk to him. He said, yeah. man, you got you to stop moving weight, man. It, it has a dead-end road selling drugs. Yeah. And and the guy was receptive to the conversation, but his his answer was, you know, what what else you got for me? Do you have any other yeah. options? And at the time, my brother was so taken back by that statement, he didn't have nothing prepared to give him options. Mm -hmm. So giving options to anyone, options. young or old, will yes. help you penetrate options, to helping them change. You got to give them options. My grandma always said, "Listen, man, don't come to me. You know what I'm saying with a problem. You know what I mean, unless you're coming." with a solution to the problem, okay? And that's how I live my life. You know, I'm not a complainer, you know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying, when I see a problem, say, hey, listen, man, here's a problem, but, you know, so, but here's how we can fix that problem, okay? My opinion, you see what I'm saying? Because I just, listen, nobody gave me, listen, man, nobody gave me that right there. Like, that's just learned behavior right there. You know what I mean? Like you got to figure out how you can solve things because listen, we all can be critics. You know what I'm saying? But got to talk about solutions, bro. You know and give them you options. Got, you got to talk about those solutions. <laughs> those solutions, man. You know what I mean? Give them options. We talk about leaving a legacy, but we mostly ignore major steps. Do you right. have a will? Yes, I do. Now, yes, talk, I do. now talk to me about the conversations you had to have with yourself and others, because it's only a one-time thing for most situations. Why do you think it's so uncomfortable for our culture? Because nobody wants nobody, 
nobody wants to talk about death, man, because nobody wants to die almost. You know what I'm saying? But my uh, my neighbor, man, was like one of the most wisest men I ever known. You know what I'm saying? A guy named uh, Mr. Garrett, man. Mr. Garrett was 103 years old when he died. Mm. And Mr. Garrett told me, son, in order for me to get to heaven, you got to go through the grave. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You got to go through the grave to get to heaven. You know what I mean? So I was like, word. He's like, yeah. You know what I mean? So 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 he so my man was you know, like my man was not scared to die because 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 he actually knew where he had wanted to go. You know what I'm saying? So my mom didn't have a will. My dad had a will. We had to go through so much hell to get my mama stuff because she didn't have a will. My dad transition was was super easy because he had a will. You see, what I'm saying? and he had people in place. You know what I'm saying my mom did not want to talk about death. Never, never want to talk about death. So for that, you know what I'm saying we had to struggle with all her information, getting her information because. You gotta go through so many processes. I mean, so many steps. Right. But whenever you have a will, man, it's so much easier for the family that's left behind. I, I was talking to a, a, a person who came on the show by the name of Cameron Wesley. And he spoke okay. about this in depth. He said that his friends from other cultures look at this as an investment. They take insurance policies out on their families. They have different things at the bank. And I believe he called it uh, PODs. Where you, yeah. I, I could be mispronouncing it, but it's a form of paper. No, where, yeah, something upon death where the bank can actually transfer the funds and all information over to you without having to go through probate court. So I'm going to continue to echo that for anyone that understands that the conversation of death is a certainty. Death is a certainty, and you have to go through the grave to get to the other side, like the wise neighbor tell you. But understand right. that death is also an investment. And no Facts. one should leave a bill behind. In fact, no. people should gain wealth from the knowledge you just lost. Facts. Facts. Like my, my dad, man, my, my dad, man, man, his transition was so smooth, man, because he had, you know, because like you say, you know, you know, my guy dotted his eyes, man, crossed the T's. You see what I'm saying? And my mother, man, left us in shambles almost because, because, man, she never told us where her paperwork was. Mm. You see what I'm saying? But, you know, granted, you know, we, you know, we kind of had an idea, but at the same time, there was no conversation had, you know, and so that prompted me to go get my paperwork done. You know what I mean? Like, like my gravesite paid for, bro. You see what I'm saying? Like, like, like my paperwork good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, of course, you know what I mean? You got to make, you know, you you know, you got to make minor adjustments when you have kids, when you get married or something like that. You see what I'm saying? But let's say, if I, let's say if, you know, you know, shoot, man, God forbid, man, God called me home tonight. My paperwork is solid. Let, let's talk about husband things. I know you may, you're not a husband. I, I want to ask you a question that I ask every guy on the show. And right. th there's no wrong answer to this question, but it's just a fun question I came up with. Gotcha. As a husband, put your husband hat on for a second. Would you rather have a great woman or a great wife? A great woman. You got to explain. You got to let me know why. Yeah, because I just seen some, some, some man, some, <laughs> y'all just seen some thought of a wives, but I just seen <laughs> some horrible wives out here, man. You know what okay. I mean? Like some horrible wives, man, that just, really don't hold true to what uh, tradition has us to be, you know what I'm saying, believe, you know what I mean? And my mom was a great woman that made her a great wife, hmm. you know, because my mom was, you know what I'm saying, loyal and, you know what I mean? And, you know, you know, she put God first. My mom didn't really hang out like that. You know what I mean? She took care of us. She cooked, you know what I mean? She cleaned, you know what I mean? And she worked hard. You know what I mean? But, but you know what I mean? She, my mom treated my dad like a king, bro. You know what I'm saying? My dad never had to worry about her, ever. Ever, 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 ever. You see what I'm saying? A lot of married men can't say that about their wives, man. 
Okay. You can, you can look at some inboxes right now. You can look at some inboxes right now. Okay. A lot of married men can't say that about their wives. You know what I mean? No one, well, you know, really a lot of married women can't say that about their husbands. Mm. Okay. You feel me? So I think it's when you a great woman, that kind of that kind of helps you transition to being that great wife. You know what I mean? And we all have we all we all have different definitions of what a wife is anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like my definition, you know what I'm saying? Like my definition can, can 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 be, you know, a woman that comes home, cooks, cleans, you know what I'm saying, give me love. You know what I mean, you know, like, you know what I mean, but but your definition might be somebody that go to the club with you. I mean, smoke <laughs> with you, I drink with you. You know what I mean? I do the most with you. You see what I'm saying? So it just depends on what your definition is. Like I said, mine is what I saw growing up. You see what I'm saying? Uh, we, we, you know what I'm saying? Which was my my mom and my aunts. Like they were loyal to their husbands. You know what I mean? Now I ain't saying it was perfect. You know, no, but you know what I mean? That's the word. Commitment helps you persevere through things like that. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's a fight. You know what I'm saying? People people don't stay the same, and but and, and nah, we have to allow each other to grow in different directions and be willing to deal with the new olive branches that's being extended. And social media, <laughs> social media yourself. has killed some of our. <laughs> Social media, social media has killed some of these marriages. If, if you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> if you don't know what you're doing out here in these streets, I'm just kidding. You better cover yourself accordingly at all times. <laughs> when when should a man get serious about a woman from your perspective? When he know, when he knows, when he knows, first of all, when he's ready himself. I mean, because I don't believe that a woman makes you ready. My opinion, you have to be ready prior to you meeting that woman. You know so, I mean? meeting that woman, what intangibles would would you love to have in a woman if you were ready? Like, for example, let me let me throw you a, a branch. Say she has financial literacy, she has good credit, or she's college educated, or she has a plan, or she's driven. Are these things important, or you're just trying to fall in love with a person first? That's extremely important. Um, that's extremely important if that's what you're looking for. That's extremely important. Um, one thing that's important to me is that um, um, that um, she's a God-fearing woman, mm-hmm. and um, she's you know she's a woman um, that can make me laugh. Mm. You know, I love women that can make me laugh. You know, I'm a, you know I, you know we we are some very jovial people. You know what I mean, and you know what I mean, and you know we all go through hard times, and when you got a woman, you know that um that can enhance your mood. You know what I'm saying, without it being sexual, that's like man, that's that's dope right there. And somebody that you know that you know you can trust, like you know I mean, somebody who can go to like. She may go to the store or go on a trip with her girls, right? Uh, you know, go to the club and you have zero concern about her dealing with somebody else. Like that, like that's major right there. That's major because you can have all the other things like, shoot, man, she can be ambitious, right? Shoot, man, shoot, man, she can have money and all that stuff. But brother, if she ain't loyal, none of that matters. None of that matters. Validation, validation from your partner. It's like you win a championship when you meet the right woman. Mr. Tucker, Mr. Tuck, Mr. Terrence, let me ask you a question. Do you defend the title? And what I mean by that is, are you competing with the best versions of yourself to be that upstanding gentleman when you first met that lady? Do you compete? We're all, we know, I have, um, learned man through my traveling days of traveling and living in different states and stuff like that and meeting so many different women out here um i've learned that i am best when i'm being myself because my my representative makes me lose every time (laughs) every every time 
my representative, oh, right? You know, be sabotages my whole relationship. Okay, <laughs> I so I have learned, man, um, by doing my due diligence, you know, with you know, with you know, with myself, that is, you know, what I'm saying, look at myself, I mean, dead in the mirror, said, Boy, who are you? Mm. And, and I had the you know, the conversation with myself that you are at your best when you're being yourself, that way, when a person meets you, you know meets you at let's say in June, you know what I'm saying, December, you the same person. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. When you're being yourself totally. You know what I'm saying? Now of course people's, you know, people's uh, you know, when you meet people, they may change. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which may cause your behavior to change towards them. Right. But I just feel like listen man, if you yourself from day one, man, you know, there's nothing they can say about you. The truth so never if you changes. broke now, you broke later, right? Yeah, the, the, truth, the, <laughs> truth, the truth never changes. Thank the you, sir. Thank you, sir. One more time. I got to ask you this question. Yes, sir. I came up with something called operating at 100%. And yeah. what I mean by that is I took five categories and then mm-hmm. divided them into 20% each and they add them to 100. And I judge myself daily and give myself an average at the end of the week. And those five categories are purpose, health, confidence, money, and knowledge. Purpose meaning mm-hmm. you're living in your purpose, doing what you need to do. Health meaning you meditating, praying, eating right, taking care of your body and your spirit. Confidence that you're doing it without feeling intimidated or insecure. Money is mm-hmm. that you made a little money today, paid some bills, or you know, help somebody out. And knowledge is that you retain new information. Within wow. the last 24 hours, Mr. Tucker, how much percentage are you operating out of a hundred? A hundred. Oh. A hundred, hundred, hundred. A hundred, hundred, hundred. A hundred. Can you run down? Can you run down what your purpose, your health, the confidence, and money and knowledge? We well, don't have to talk about your money, but knowledge. Yeah. Well, knowledge because I, you know, because I'm constantly reading. What was the last I'm thing you read? Reading, man. What was the last thing you read that that you can share with us today that you think will grow us? Hold on, hold on, one second. <laughs> my book, my man gave me this book last week, man. Um, my God, man. Um, um, you know, my big homie, man, Ron Harvey, man, gave me this book, man. You know what I mean? Just make, just make, you know, a difference. You know what I mean? And this book is so helpful to me, man, um, because it gives you tips. Like, my, my guy's a millionaire. You know what mm. I'm saying? Um... But he started from the bottom, man, literally. You know what I'm saying? And just, man, some of the tips um, that, you know, my guy, you know what I'm saying, gives me, man, with me. Listen, man, this has been, a, shoot, man, huge for me lately. You know what I'm saying? Huge, huge. Um, just Make a Difference by Ron Harvey. Okay. Just Make a Difference by Ron Harvey, man. Pick, listen, man, pick that book up, man, if you can. Um, and you know, health wise, you know, I work out, man, five what, uh, five times a week, literally. You know, I, you know, go to Gold's Gym, um, five times a week, man. I run. You know, I got a up. You say praying got you do, so I know you're praying every day. Oh, come on, you already know what that's like. And you I know, know you saying the purpose with with Tuck. You got to, man. Got to, man. So you know. My thing is, man, I'm just trying to be, you know, um, the best version of me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Each day. Each day. Each day. You know, Wake each day, bro. Go to bed happy. Hey, went to bed happy, man. Woke up, man, thankful, man. Like, yes, one more day. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you, man, God's leaving here. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, but I got a question for you. Sure. All right. Now, whenever, you know what I'm saying, whenever people come on my show, you know what I mean, I always, we we always ask a question before we get off, okay? Sure. Now, granted, you're going to come on my show soon, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, the same as plug. Listen, man, Community Vibes, we'll be back in March, y'all. All right, so get ready. All right, but listen, when it comes to chicken wings, right? <laughs> Let's do it. When it comes to chicken wings, <laughs> Do you prefer the flats or drums? 
Oh no! Listen, listen. Yes. I listen. Listen. I don't know how you're gonna indict me, but let me tell you why I prefer the flats. Ah, damn it, man! I'm gonna tell you. The, I'm gonna tell you why. Shivery, shivery. I feel you. My wife loves the drums, so whatever time we share our food, I just go ahead and take the flats, bro, because I know that makes it happen. You got a good woman, man. You got a great woman, bro. A great woman. Let me tell you. Now we was alone. It don't matter. <laughs> I'm eating, but. I mean, like, you know, if I'm alone and I'm at a chicken wing spot, I'm eating the chicken wings. Yeah. I, I enjoy it. But okay, that's the reason I would say flats, because whenever we are out together and there's chicken wings on my plate, she's going to take the drums. And I'm cool with that. So let me ask you for some advice real quick. You got you. Uh, you, you got time? Yeah, I got time. Got man. Time? Let's roll. OK. Now, you a young brother that's married, correct? Now, you're speaking to you're speaking to a young brother that's not married. Mm -hmm. um, that's seeking to be married one day. Yes. What are some tools, maybe some, you know, some tips that you can give me? You know, I, the, the first thing that comes in my head and a lot of people won't agree with it is forgiveness by and by. Okay. You're in it for the long haul and you got to understand the person you're dealing with is not perfect. And you have to have some intangibles that you stand on that you demand that they changes they make. And before right. you get married, you got to notice the little things that that you that that she provides for you that you didn't that you weren't getting before. I'll give Thanks. you a quick story. My wife and I went out with some new people. Well, no, this is when we first started dating. We went out on like this South Carolina date at state with a bunch of people. We walk into the restaurant. We're all everybody's walking side by side with couples. She leaves me, runs in front of everybody. When we get inside and takes the seat so my back wouldn't be back to my, my seat wouldn't be back to the door. She jumps in front of everybody to make sure that my back wasn't to the door because she knows I've told her stuff. I don't like sitting to my back to the door. I want to know gotcha. what's going on in this room. So those type right. of things. For example, whenever she left town, she would make me food for the day and the next day. That's a good she's one, bro. Checking on my she's checking on my well-being. That will upgrade you and hold you up upstandingly because people are not perfect. But right. if they're your friend and forgiveness by and by is the answer. Whatever that person does to you, at the end of the day, you smile at them and you guys get through it and you're willing to throw away egos, have empathy for each other's situations, that's a keeper. Because it's going to be times, even as a married man, it's going to be times where there's no romance. It's just going to be right. Right. Can you can you have a roommate? Right. Just to be honest, because things make you tired. Right. Life, kids, bills, TV, stress, parents passing away, bills. Like I said again, you don't always want to be romantic, but you do want a friend. Right. And once you have somebody that you can understand that I just want you here with me. Right. That's when they, when someone says, I can't live without you. It's not because right. you're there. And then COVID showed that a lot for us. We had to stay in the house for six months. Wow. Without leaving. Wow. I only left, only left three times. Wow. So understand it takes a friendship outside of just saying, I love you. Right. Like and trust. Right. Like is very important. It's you very important. It's, it's huge. Like right. How many, how many right. of our brothers from the hood I love, I just don't like the way they moving. Facts. That means I can't I mean, be around I'm, you. That means I can't facts. be around you. Right. Like, like means I can appreciate and be around you because we're like-minded or like to succeed. So to answer that question, long-winded, having a friend and forgiveness by and by is how you stand strong because everybody's going to change and make mistakes and make sure that you're straight up and honest. No one should know you better than the person that you're with. Even Facts. if it's the most ugliest thing in the world about you. Right. Right. You don't tell them everything now. Of course not. Of <laughs> they course gotta, not. They got to they gotta still you see gotta you. You got to have some light. kind of, you know yeah, what I mean, you gotta, They got to give you some type of light, but they're they going to yeah, see yeah, the faults yeah, yeah. in you that people don't see behind closed doors. And as long as they don't, um, you know, promote that, Right. One of my biggest pet peeves that I, I don't 
I don't want to argue in public. I don't want to, I don't want to be disrespected from other people. That's just not for my wife or any man, period. Right. Like I lead with respect, integrity, and hustle. And that's the right. three things we love on this show. And that's really how I live my life. Respect being number right. one. But everybody, one, right. how they are, who you are. Right. So once you get to that part where you got a friendship with somebody, you want to sit around and be around, even when you're mad at them. Right. Even when you don't want to talk to them, they, they can still be in the room with you. That's a friendship. That's something that's growing every day. Right, right, right. And forgiveness by and by means you forgive them for when they make these mistakes. Because Facts. they're going to try to keep that friendship going. Most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. Well, I, see, bruh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? See, I appreciate that, though. Hey, listen, man. You know man, what I'm saying? It, it's you know, out there, too. And don't sleep on the point where someone's, it's like, what do you do when you're someone's preparation and not their destination? That's true. One of my, one of my homeboys told me one time that he felt like he was dating someone else's wife. Mm. Even though they were both single, he knew this woman wasn't for him, but he knew she belonged to someone else. And sometimes yeah. we all have to go through rough patches to find the right person and learn the right things to sustain the next relationship after the old one. Facts, facts, facts. My, like, my issue, dog, has always been, you know what I'm saying, um, you could say trust, you know? Because when you go through what, you know what I'm saying, we've been through, you know what I mean? Like, that's how, I, that's why I salute, you know what I'm saying, brothers like you that has, you know, lived that life, um, but made the commitment, you know what I mean, stood up. Yeah, you know listen. I mean? Made the commitment. I, I, the biggest thing for me is that I don't let my mind go down that road because nobody's perfect. Facts. So what, Facts. what it is, I'm, I'm not the guy to check the cell phone. I'm not the guy, if she says she's going to the store, I'm not following around or nothing. I'm not doing it. One of the things my mother taught me, and she was very, very direct. She was very direct. She said, son, you can't stop no penis from going in the vagina. So you why can't. are you worried about that? You can't. She said it to me just like that. And I, and you know, yeah. it was a revelation for me. Why am I worried about that? If this woman is yeah. treating me great and doing all the right. things I need to do, and I'm communicating with her, and she's telling me what I need to fix, yeah. If I'm fixing it, then I'm chilling. I don't need to yeah. worry. And, and 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 that puts more stress on you when you worry about your lady all the time. Facts. Because she knows That's you're worried. True. And if she knows you're worried and vice versa, they're putting more stress on you, then they probably don't need to be with you anyway. Okay. And you said a mouthful on that one, bro. Yeah, bro. You said a mouthful on that one. Yeah. But I Thank needed you. to hear that though. Yeah, hey, listen. Thank you, sir. You are now part of the Silhouette Boys Club. It is people like you who move in the shadows to help people like me shine. Now, before you go, we like to get referrals for the show. Men you think can come on this show and drop some gems to further our outreach to have solutions and gems left behind for the people to listen to. Man, I got so many dudes, man. You know, I... <laughs> hey, we'll, take, we'll take more so than many. one. Whoever so many dudes, man. Give us, give um, us one name today. My guy, man, uh, Jay Helene. You know Jay? You know Jay no. Helene? No. Uh, uh, Jamal Washington, man. Um, Jamal Washington. You know, I send you his information. Yeah. Um, good dude, up. man. <laughs> you know, got his own business. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, his business is called, ah, man, what is his business called, man? You ever heard of, um... Dang, man, I, I'm struggling hey, listen, with we're it. Gonna, we're going to get him on the show, and we're going to talk to him, Mr. Jamal. Yeah, Wilson, Jamal yo, yo, my man, you you would love him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, New Jersey native, um, but he went to to uh, Benedict College. Okay. Um, you know what I'm saying? And listen, my man out here killing it. You know what I'm saying? Right, you know, we're going to get him on the show. Yeah, Mr. Tucker, yeah, yeah, before yeah, you go, me. please let us know what you want to know. Let us know what you would like us to know about you, what you're doing in the community, how we can help your nonprofit, social medias, whatever you feel like giving out. Man, you know what, man? This right here was you know what I'm saying, simply, you know what I'm saying, good enough. You know what I'm saying? But listen, you know what I'm saying? Listen, man, promote, you know what I'm saying? And just let people know, let these young ladies know, you know what I mean? 
that, that you know, there are mentors that are out here. You know what I mean? So contact me if you need a mentor, okay? You need somebody to come to, to you know, to your school, man, speak. You know what I'm saying? Holler at me. You know what I'm saying? Give me a call. You know, um, you know, let us know, you need let us some, know what social media they can find you. Let us know once again. Tell us the Tucker. name of it. Yep. Listen, listen, man. Tuck Project. You know what I'm saying? Um, oh, you know, you, you know, when, uh, when we're on Facebook, man, Terrence Tuck. I mean, Tucker. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 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 we on Twitter. We're at man Tuck Project. You know what I'm saying? We on LinkedIn, man, Terrence Tucker. Okay. Um, listen, man, come out, man, rock with us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, hey, one more thing, man. We have a smoothie, okay, company called The Groove. Okay. Ooh. The Groove Smoothie and Juice Bar, located on 7510, man, Gunners Ferry Road, man, Ooh. Columbia, South Carolina. Come right. by and get you a smoothie. I promise you, man, it'll change your soul and change your life. Okay, your first smoothie is on your boy. I promise hey, listen, you. I'm gonna have to connect you with some other guys who looking to open up juice and smoothie shops, man. You need to start franchising. Come through, come through, man. We out here, we out here. But definitely that, you know what I'm saying? You know, if you know anybody who may need, you know, shoot, man, food, man, clothes, or toilet shoes, or anything like that, man, we got it. Hey, man. Thank you, Terrence Tucker. This has been Solutions. Y'all tune in, man. We got great things coming up. Peace. Cause I'm out the ordinary. Out the ordinary. Out the ordinary. Out the ordinary.